Hello. Hello. Are you there? Oh. <laughs> We're off to oh a great gosh, start. Oh my gosh, give me a second. Jeez. <laughs> okay, well, so I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And this is Rose Plate Special. So it's going to be a show that is going to be totally uh, smooth and very sophisticated and very professional where we talk about The Bachelor. Exactly. That's what I'm known most for is being incredibly professional. Yeah, this is just going to be the highest of caliber. Um, but yeah, we started watching The Bachelor together like last year with some friends. And I mean, how long have you been watching The Bachelor before that and all of its various properties? Uh, a long time, I guess. I, I sort of would <laughs> tune in here and there when I would hear rumblings of something ridiculous happening. But I, I got serious about it during the Juan Pablo season. Oh. Because oh. a friend of mine was like, hey, this guy is a human dumpster fire. It's amazing. You have to watch this. So he that's kind of what got me hooked. <laughs> Wait, what was it that he said all the time? Did he say, I'm sorry? Or what was it? Yeah, I, I think it was something like that where, like, he would do this weird thing where clearly he had a oh, very it's okay. firm... It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he has this very firm grasp on the English language. No one will deny him that. But he would, like, selectively just be like, huh? What? It's okay. Huh? And you'd be like, what, what are you even doing right now, you terrible, horrible trash man? <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Um... God, that was like an example of a fan favorite blowing up in everybody's face. Not that he was my favorite. I didn't think he was any kind of good. But for some reason, he was on screen for two minutes and everyone thought it was great. And then they had a full season to see his personality. And then they were like, oh, he sucks. Good yes. Lord. Yeah. Talk about an opinion that doesn't age well. My God, he is <laughs> a real, real special guy. Real special guy. <laughs> It was amazing, so, though, just the way that he found just unique opportunities to treat every single woman he came in contact with like absolute garbage. And yeah, uh, yeah. he also gets bonus points for being the rare bachelor that has sex before the fantasy suite. So shout out to Juan Pablo for that one. Wow. I need to revisit old seasons because it's like as soon as I get to a new one, it's like my brain is wiped clean. And the only thing that sticks in my memory are like Bachelor in Paradise episodes because those are more fun in my opinion oh yeah i i would agree but the, the juan pablo thing was good too because you know classic juan pablo power move where he bangs a chick in the ocean and then she promptly gets cut so it was it was pretty good yeah that is that oh my god see that's we need to revisit some classic episodes so for anybody who might be hearing sneezing or shaking in the background that's my dog just trying to make sure that he gets some air time um I'm I'm a more conscientious podcaster. I, I have a cat that does not sneeze, so there you yeah, go. I'm yeah, I'm not any kind of professional or polite. Um <laughs> so when you say a long time, like did you start watching did you watch uh Who Wants to Marry a Multimillionaire? I did, I did. I, I watched yes. that one, I mean, gosh, that was how many years ago now? Like early What was her name? Darva Conjure. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. counting? So I was pretty young, but it was certainly something that was in my orbit that I, I kept an eye on. Uh, and, and then I just sort of 
you know, would tune in here and there as as the show evolved into what we have today. But really, I'm, I'm more of a fan of like Bachelor in Paradise or uh, what's, you know, Bachelor Winter, Winter Games. Games, just all the yeah. ridiculous shit that they do, because then there's no pretense of, oh, we're trying to have these two <laughs> people fall in love in a very authentic way. It's like, nah, we want everybody to punch each other and have sex and get drunk. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah that works for me. Yeah, that's fun. More um, <laughs> but you have to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette to understand the people who are going to be on Bachelor in Paradise because otherwise you don't care about them as much. And, you know, it's like the only reason that I got angry about Dean denying his Zelda tattoo was the fact that I watched him for an entire season and I was rooting for him. And then he tried to hide how much of a nerd he was. And then mm -hmm. I was like, you're not my friend anymore, Dean. I don't like you anymore. Which and, and that blows my mind too when when people try to hide who they really are or you know they go on a, a different just version of the Bachelor or whatever and, and we get this different side of them and all this stuff because especially with Dean it's like bro you're embarrassed because of your Zelda tattoo let's talk about your dad who <laughs> sit on the floor and is like a Swami white guy healer dude with a gong and he like fed your date noodles or something mung beans mung beans yeah. there i'll never forget the mung beans nothing more embarrassing than dean's father in the, yeah. in the world nothing he's you such a narcissist oh god it's so annoying anyway but it's not about those seasons it's not no. about not right now at least right now we're going to talk about colton uh and we're specifically focusing on week five uh and maybe we'll go back at some point, but we're going to start at week five and move forward from there, especially because once you get to the, the later on weeks, things start to get more interesting, more dramatic, more people fight, there's crying and storming off. And I had high hopes for this episode that we were going to see more of that. And we were going to see like more, you know, villains and more fights. Mm -hmm. Um, they keep teasing us. It's like at yeah. the end of every episode, they tease something horrific's going to happen, like brooding Colton the Virgin walks off on the beach and looks sad and then jumps a fence and runs yeah, away. Yeah, I'm and waiting for the fence. Like, I thought maybe this week we were going to get the fence, but no, we didn't no. get the fence. Another fence um, episode. They keep pushing it back. And this this is the cycle of The Bachelor. It starts kind of silly and over the top, and then it, it falls into this lull. And then at some point it boils down to its bachelory essence. And then you get the real <laughs> fighting and, and murdering and sexing and all the things that we love. Yeah. Except this time we just, instead of, and we didn't start anywhere dramatic with this episode either. Cause sometimes, you know, it's like they'll cut off in a dramatic moment, but this was just like, we want to make sure like super duper sure that you, you know, that we're in Thailand. So we're going to show you elephants, monkeys, and a temple and a waterfall and like did we mention a temple because we're in thailand now <laughs> it's so romantic i love demi yeah she was like demi has just touched down in thailand and i love it here <laughs> it's like you just touched down how do you know you love it what are demi you talking about such a great villain and i think yeah. i think she's kind of like low-key a great villain right now but just historically there's there's two types of villains on The Bachelor. You have the ones that are, are clearly just conniving and very self-aware of how hateful and fucked up they are. <laughs> and then you have people like Demi, 
who she she looks like she's 12 years old. I think she's like 22 or something. Yeah, she's really uh, young. And she lists her, her she lists her job as interior designer, which means unemployed, but like, you know, bought curtains like, for at one time. Dorms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I spend a lot of time on Pinterest, and one time my mom let me remodel the guest bedroom. So I'm basically an interior designer. Yeah, I play those games on phones where you have like $7,000 to redecorate a home. (laughs) And I've gotten really good at it. I mean, not to brag, but I've gotten a few high scores. So I'm definitely an interior designer. Yeah, so she is just... (laughs) Not an A-plus person, for sure. But the cool thing about her is she is so vapid and just detached from how shitty she is that she firmly believes that she's just a good person and this yeah. is you know just part of the Bachelor game and everything's fine. When almost everything she does is horrible, and then when <laughs> other girls in the house say, hey, you just did a profoundly shitty thing, and I would like to ask you in a calm, normal way to maybe think about your shittiness and not be so shitty next time. And where a normal person would go, oh, yeah, okay. She's just like, um, excuse me? Are you threatening me? Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. I like that she's you. like, a couple episodes ago, she was like, you know, I support women. And I was like, red flag, red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do not. Um, you know, she's like, I, it's like, she's like one of those people that's like, I'm a girl's girl. And then she's like, that person's old, that person's unstable. And that person, that's just not working for them. And, you know, I'm great. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I actually, I wanted to see Demi bring it more this episode and she kind of didn't. And that's Okay. But I really hope that she brings it next episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah, I mean, it, it seems like we're going to get there. Something has to yeah. happen. And they keep teasing this thing, too, where I don't I, I think she's actively trying to de-virginize our sweet baby boy, Colton. Yeah. But what about well, and not to not to get too far afield, but I saw I mean, I remember another teaser where I was like wait or is it that other girl and I will get there we'll get there I don't want to talk about it too soon but um I feel like they are trying to tell us that someone is gonna deflower him Mm -hmm. um and I don't know if I'm excited about that or not (laughs) no (laughs) I I don't know either but like Colton he's a virgin but his his horny levels are through the roof yeah I mean yeah with Ashley, I, I just wanted it to happen. But with Colton, I'm kind of like, I don't know. On TV, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> is, is that a weird double standard? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, even I'm when just, he's okay. on his date with, I think it's Cassie in, in this episode. Yeah. And every time he goes in for a kiss, he does the double hand booty grab, which is like, yeah, buddy, let's pump the brakes. Let's stay above the equator here. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't leave room for the Holy Spirit at all. It's not like he's like a Duggar dude or anything like that. (laughs) Um, But I have other thoughts about uh, Quiverful families that I have written about. Um, So, but I do love, so they open up, they open up the episode with Demi and then Colton showering and, and everybody talking about how excited they are to hang out with him. And I just, I love that. Like, I think pretty much every single episode we've had like a Colton shower scene. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's, so there's two ways to kill yourself watching The Bachelor. One is to drink or take a shot every time they mention that Colton's a virgin. 
Yeah. And the other is uh, you, you take a beer or, I guess, bottle of liquor if you're really looking to do some damage, and you, you start chugging during every Colton shower scene, and then you can't put down the bottle until he's done. Until it's over. Being full showers. It's like a waterfall, yeah. Um, if, if you watch the truncated Hulu version, it's it's just a supercut of all the shower scenes. <laughs> oh my god, they're just like really like laying it on so thick this season. And I mean, mm-hmm. I know they always focus on something, but it's like there's just so many like phallic references and so many like shots of his body. And it's yeah, it's like I mean, it's always uncomfortable, but this season just feels more uncomfortable to me for some reason. Um, and to make it even more uncomfortable, we have the first date of the episode with Never Been Kissed with one of one of the, oh, that one's Heather, right? I think yeah, I wrote which... Hannah at some point because there's like Heather's, there's a Heather and then there's what, two Hannahs, there's maybe least, three? I, I think there's 35 Hannahs, even though like, I, I believe Hannah the Hannah is with this season's women. Lauren, you know, that was like, we had all the Laurens and now we have all the Hannahs. It's it's so hard too because everyone's named Hannah and everyone's like blonde and twenty three and petite and from Southern California and I just I can't I can't keep track of these people. Southern California or girl, Alabama, yeah. <laughs> I need to know more about Never Been Kissed because one, I I refuse to believe that she's never. How how do you not just like accidentally stumble into something like that? I I don't I don't understand that. Two. Uh, is she she's also a virgin correct like this isn't like a you know no kissing on the mouth situation for her it's just right it's like she's she's, just she's like a super virgin you know it's is like she a mormon like what, damn. what is her deal i don't know because okay so yeah i i didn't really want to watch any of this because i felt like god i would not want my first kiss to be televised but obviously she does and like to get prepared for the date she's even like brushing her teeth and you know um (laughs) and talking about how comfortable she was with him but that she hasn't showed him the entirety of who she is and i just wrote with my mouth um because i was (laughs) thinking that would happen (laughs) where i was at this morning when i wrote this recap um but yeah, so so they get on a Thai boat to tour the city. Um, and she was saying like, you know, I mean, when I was looking at it, it's like, this is like a Disney movie, you know? Like if she was going to kiss somebody, it should be like this. But yeah, so, you know, I kind of thought that when she kissed him, it was going to look like, I don't know if you've watched any of those. I think they're basically all on TLC, but maybe other channels show it where it's like my first kiss and it's like these people who are extremely conservative and religious and then they start kissing and it looks like birds like attacking each other with beaks and stuff and mm. and you're just like that looks violent and how, why do you think that that is what feels good because you've never done it you know yeah and that and was kind of because my brain has been you know I, i'm cynical and my brain has been poisoned by the internet but there, there's a tiny percentage of a chance that she's a completely normal functioning human being who's just never kissed someone, but I, I, there has to be something. Is she super? I feel religious? like I mean, how could you not like kiss someone when you're like a kid too? Doesn't everybody do that? Like I don't know. Yeah. How does she? I kissed someone it? when I was six years old. I mean, they were also six, so it's yeah. fine. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were 27. It was weird, but whatever. We're moving on. It was weird, but we're not going to talk about that. That's not what this episode's about. No, no uh, but it's tune like in for our abducted in plain sight podcast. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, how can you? How could you have gone through your whole life without even just like like a little something? with somebody when you're like a kid that you know what I mean like I just what are the parameters here has she never had like a little like innocent kiss with someone has she never made out with someone is that how she's defining kiss like what what is this I don't I don't know what any of this is is she a serial killer also possible how could she have dated someone for eight months and not kiss them. No, that's that's impossible. That that's guy's dumb. Insane. First of all, like he yeah. should have left. Like, mm-hmm. like that's not even. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like I feel Was bad she for dating that guy. An anime body pillow. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> even that, don't you think she would kiss it? Doesn't everyone she, I, kiss I, I, their I, anime I, body pillows? Yeah. If if that was my situation, I would totally kiss the anime body pillow. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just like I don't know how to feel about it. Like when they were at dinner and she starts talking about it. Um, you know, and I know I'm kind of skipping because there's a couple other things I want to cover during the date and back at the hotel. But when she when she was like talking about that, that they had dated for eight months and and then and even Colton was like, he never tried anything. And she's like, no, he was really cool about it. And I'm like, man, that guy must have no confidence. Like he just must think he Mm -hmm. sucks. (laughs) And he's just like, I'll take what I can get, you know? And I'm like, that's really sad. I feel it's really bad for you. Completely wild. I, I I hope that she makes it to the home visits because I think that will reveal more about who she is and we can kind of contextualize some of this. But yeah. as of right now, I mean, I'm glad she's finally kissed someone. Woohoo. But I need to know more about her. She cannot get cut. This is This is important to me. There's two people that can't get cut. <laughs> she can't get cut. And then the the beauty queen who had like the legitimate like serious oh yeah revelation last week like mm-hmm. you, you can't cut her she's got to stay. What's her name? Kaylin. Yes, the the, okay. the beauty queen that's from North Carolina and not Alabama. That's that's yeah. how I define her. The Alabama one is is like a, a hollow husk woman with zero personality. So that's how yeah. I differentiate. I think she's a little nuts too a little oh for sure he's got crazy eyes i call her hannah bama (laughs) hannah bama i came in 34th (laughs) in miss america but she doesn't talk about how i place she just got first runner up and then she stopped being my friend out of nowhere it's like you know when like that um there was like a beauty competition where a bunch of girls got like itching powder in their dresses or at least one of, it was like Miss Brazil or something like that. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. To me, it's like, okay, between that and Drop Dead Gorgeous, it's like Hannah did something. She sabotaged something. Come mm-hmm. on. Like, yeah. that's just my conspiracy theory. You know, I'm actually going. on board with all of that. I think uh, <laughs> all beauty pageants should involve like backstabbing and, and just, you know, conniving hijinks, itching powder. Uh, beauty pageants could stand alert a few things from reality television and professional wrestling. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it would make things a lot more interesting. I'd actually watch them. I, I don't exactly. watch them. Um, except I watched that, uh, like, Miss South Carolina thing over and over and over again. Like, such as, like, I such mean, as U.S. Americans. 
<laughs> like that's all I think about. Um, but anyway, so while they're on their date, we've got Elise back at the hotel um, who has never seen The Bachelor before because uh -huh. there's no way or or doesn't under didn't understand the production. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Didn't understand the production behind the episodes yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna stand for Elise here, okay? Because okay. you know we we talked about this before. It's like, oh, is someone hyper religious? Like, why do they behave in this way? And there's always revealing moments, you know, like. Uh, a few seasons ago, we had this uh, woman on Corinne, who was a complete mm -hmm. basket case lunatic, just the walking embodiment of white privilege. And I was just like, whoa, what's her story? And then you figure out what it is. You're like, totally makes sense. Now, yeah. with Elise, if you look into her background, she grew up in like rural Alaska. So yeah. she did. It I don't was, even remember that part. Was that at the very beginning that we found that out? It, it may have been, or this could okay. have been me like sleuthing on contestants. <laughs> That's one or the other. But because she grew up in Alaska and then later as an adult moved to Arizona, because I guess that's the opposite of Alaska. Um, she, I'm willing to bet that she doesn't have that much familiarity with The Bachelor other than the core concept of the show. And that could be. I'm also willing to bet that people who aren't familiar with it, who don't watch it, who don't understand kind of the machinations of, of reality TV or are willing to accept those machinations can probably have a hard time doing this because it is, it's, it's, what is it like six, eight weeks where yeah, you're trying it's to get married to someone and it's, it's really <laughs> short. Yeah. If you're like legitimately emotionally invested in someone and unable to detach yourself enough to say it's a show and also the guy I think I'm in love with and have been going on these ridiculous dates with is kissing a dozen other women. If you can't, distance yourself from that mentally I, I guess it'll it'll probably cause you to go you know what fuck it why am i doing this and that's yeah. a great question to ask yourself because if you are a semi-normal human being <laughs> with the tiniest <laughs> amount of intelligence and you're on the bachelor and you're actually seriously looking for a husband or love or whatever your best bet is to leave that's what you need to do yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, but I guess there are, there are contestants that I've liked in the past who have done things similar to Elise. Um, that opera singer comes to mind. Oh, she's or, my favorite. She's like my all time fave. Yeah. She was awesome. She was like really smart and talented. And she was just, I think she was kind of like looking for something different to do. Like, Oh, let's give this a shot. You know, let's just mm -hmm. see if, if this is the kind of thing for me. And then she realized, you know what? This is so not for me in any kind of way. And, you know, I got to, I got to bounce. Um, and and uh, uh, who is that other, the girl who had like a bunch of degrees, Jacqueline. Oh yeah. Yeah. The one just recently, like she was pretty cool too. And, but, but with Elise, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but with Elise, I'm just like, didn't anybody in the house tell you how the you show didn't know works? Like the way that she's talking about it is it's like, how can this be a hundred percent a surprise to you? You're saying things. It's like, you know, she's like, she got a one-on-one. -on -one. That means you're not going to get one of those for a long time, you know? And she yeah, was just like, I'm just 
really upset that I don't, you know, like, I don't think my name's going to be on there. And I'm just like yelling at the TV, like, no shit, Sherlock, it's not going to be on there. Like, you got to wait, you got to go way down the road if you want to get one-on-ones back-to-back. That's not going to happen for a long time, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's it's super weird. And I, I choose to believe that her father is that grizzly man guy, and that's why she is the way she is and doesn't understand what this is because- Grizzly yeah. man. Oh, that just bummed me out. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, okay, I just, I have some sympathy for her, but at the same time, she has a- foot chain tattoo with Chanel on it. And I was just like, uh, I want to like you, but your tattoos are so basic and I just don't know if I can handle it. I I didn't even notice that. Uh, My entire opinion has changed. Fucker. (laughs) I almost spit out. I almost spit out the totally not wine, just water that I'm drinking. Um, yeah, that when she's sitting and she was all when she was saying stuff like, you know, like my date was something that you read in a romance novel, and da, 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 I'm kind of heartbroken. And then she's being all like introspective by the water. That's when you see her tattoo. That's like a foot chain with Chanel at the end. And I was just like, no. Although, I mean, there has to be a sizable amount of people out there in, in Batch Nation. <laughs> who can identify with her though? Because obviously, we tune in for the silliness and we're able to be critical of this show. But I think there's people that like genuinely get invested because they're like, "This is how true love happens." Yeah, and Elise is their girl. That's that's their girl. So well, yeah, and she talks like okay. One one of my biggest pet peeves about the show. I know why they do it, but one of my biggest pet peeves about the show is when they talk about things being weeks when you know in reality it was like a few days and yeah. you know they'll be like they'll be like it was weeks ago that I had this date and you're like no it wasn't it was 6 days maybe like don't lie to me it and was tell 3 me. hours ago I don't yeah I, when she talks about like oh it's been weeks since my last date and you know all the all this stuff that you know I read a lot of bachelor blogs and listen to other bachelor podcasts and that's something people talk about too like there's still a large portion of the viewing audience that thinks either a this show is happening in real time Mm -hmm. and that you are getting updates like as they're happening which is crazy to me um or b that you know it does take as long as they say it takes that that this is happening that each episode is actually like seven days like a full seven or even longer that they're distilling like other reality shows where you know they might film for nine months and then you get three months of episodes you know mm-hmm. yeah or, or what yeah so <laughs> that's really interesting to me and she's kind of playing into that side of the viewing audience mm-hmm. um who thinks that and i just it was really bothering me during the episode for some reason. Cause I was like, you're just going to perpetuate those ideas that all those dumb viewers. <laughs> and I want to educate them and let them know <laughs> that this is not true. Like it was not weeks ago, you know, but later in the episode, she kind of redeems herself a little bit, I think. But anyway, that's kind of what's happening. Uh, while- the problem with that is, is, you know, 
people who think that The Bachelor is not just hyper-produced artifice with a compressed timeline, uh, those people have brain worms, and also I don't think they listen to podcasts. <laughs> That's so very no true. That's very true. I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah. I'm just trying to help and be nice to them. It's okay. Um, She's going to get her spot on Bachelor in Paradise, and she'll have her heart broken there, and it's going to be okay. I think she's really pretty, though. So, you know, hopefully she winds up with someone cute and oh, yeah. they're not totally. Ter- I mean, if Crystal can find love or whatever, like everyone mm-hmm. should be able to because she's so annoying. Dude, um, Crystal is amazing. I-, I thought the only thing she'd be able to find in her future is more Xanax, but apparently. Yeah, Crystal. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. Oh, my. God. And don't get me started on her normal voice coming back during Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, there it was. You mean you don't just talk high pitch all the time? Are no, but she's not um, loaded on quaaludes. Oh my god, she is. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, I okay. Here are some highlights that I pointed out from Heather's date. Since we're already like a half an hour in, and mm. we're like at the very beginning of this episode. So, um, <laughs> this is my fault. I'm very good at derailing conversation. No, this is good. I think derailing is good. Um, but this is one, here are a couple notes that I apparently thought were important enough to make. First of all, they end up at a floating city and I love that Heather goes, it's so Thailand. Like if you, <laughs> if you've never been kissed, you cannot convince me that you've ever been to Thailand or that, you know, what is so Thailand. And I was just like, no, <laughs> classic Thailand move. Come on. Yeah, it's so Thailand. And then, and the other thing that bothered me is I really couldn't figure out during her confessionals if she was in front of a green screen with a fan or if she was really in front of that scenery because of the lighting. I don't know. It was really bothering. Like most of the time you can tell, but the sound yeah. quality was so good that I was like, mm. Mm. and it was windy. I was like, this is probably a green screen mm-hmm. with a fan. Um, Another thing that people who don't listen to podcasts probably don't think about. Um, but I, but what I love during this part is like Colton's eating and they just like zoom way in on his mouth. And then they're like feeding each other. And oh, you can and just tell. so gross with the noises, like the kiss yeah. noises. And it's like anything they, anytime they have an opportunity to zoom in on a mouth, it's always just like. Yeah. It's like. Josh all over again yeah so bad and then so she's but I love that she totally stopped listening to him and it's very obvious that she did because she's just sitting there like "Uh uh-huh yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god just kiss me what the hell's your problem Mm -hmm. yeah all right (laughs) it was so good I was like I was annoyed for her like I was like just get it over with like (laughs) stop just "Mm -hmm. yeah oh great um but yeah, back at the hotel, all the girls are talking about how important the date can be for Heather and, you know, and then there's a knock at the door for the group date. And, and this is when Elise says that it, it's been weeks since she had a date. Um, and I wrote, once again, Elise sounds like she isn't familiar with the process of interpreting group dates and one-on-ones. Um, <laughs> this is another thing that, that always drives me nuts, but I will watch the show till my dying day is that every person's name that they name off in the group dates, they all do this weird reaction thing. And a lot of it is shoulder based and like space scrunches. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but it'll be like, 
Hannah, other Hannah, the third Hannah. And they're all like, mm, you know, like. Mm-mm. <laughs> so excited. I wish it was a one-on-one, but anytime I get to spend with Colton, I'm just super excited. Yeah. I'm just going to, it's like, that's not a good thing, but they're all like, I'm going to be a good sport. Mm. <laughs> And it's just like, you got to see all their reactions. And then the uh, date card says, will our love survive? And I was like, cool. <laughs> a fear factor one. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was definitely survivor, fear some, factor, like, yeah. Some weird, like, Taiwanese cage fighting or something. I had my fingers crossed. But I wish it, it was like a, I wish it was like, like a Thai um, saw. That would have been great. That would be good. I'd, wa- yeah. I'd watch that. I'd uh, like to see that kind of torture porn happen on The Bachelor sometime. I mean, Colton has a flair for the theatrics. If you, if you look back at a lot of his group dates, I think about 80% of them involve community theater for some reason. So Yeah, the pirate thing was something. That was real weird. That I don't was, know what that was about. It got very little airtime, and that was strange to me. Yeah, and um, I don't know how much say he he has in any of these things. My guess is very little. But at some point, someone decided like, yeah, he's going to be the community theater bachelor, and also we need like weird Harlequin romance, sexy pirate time with him and all the girls, and random children. Mm-hmm. Gotta have kids. <laughs> because there was that one cute girl that was like, "Is she your girlfriend?" You know, mm. in and Becca's season so we gotta just keep the kids rolling um but (laughs) um but okay so then i don't know the dinners are always kind of boring to me unless they unload something really major uh like uh uh what's her face did that i just Mm -hmm. had the name uh the other beauty queen did the other um, beauty queen? <laughs> the normal beauty queen. Um, I think she's uh, the Her name is Miss North Carolina. That's her official title. Miss North Carolina. Um, it's a strange name, and then I had it in my head, and I was really proud of myself, and then it just fell out. Um, Kaylin. That's how bad, that's how bad my bachelor memory is. What is it? Kaylin. Not Kaylin. Kaylin. Yeah, I, keep, I was like, yeah, it's one of those um, like new mommy blogger names. Yeah, but oh, for it's, some it's reason North she Carolina got it early. Too. Yeah, it sounds Kaylin. vaguely southern. Like you can picture someone saying like, "Kaylin, come on, Kaylin," <laughs> but also it, it's kind of like a mommy blogger. Like yeah, like you said, where they all use the same WordPress template and, and post the McKaylee. same. Like, yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, that's not a name. Here's my um, favorite casserole recipe. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um. So here's some notes that I took while I was just waiting for them to kiss and was getting annoyed with the date. I said, this story is super boring. She tried so hard, but didn't feel it with this guy. That guy she dated for eight months. Said she went out with this guy for eight months and she never kissed him. Um, And then she got a rose and didn't kiss Colton. And then I wrote, God, I feel so awkward watching them by the fire. I can feel my blood pressure going up. (laughs) Her laugh is driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> I just and assumed the, it wasn't going to happen. Like it was just going to be this perpetual awkwardness. Oh, uh, it was just like come on. I mean, and I've been there. Where, but the thing is, then I just make a move because you know, and maybe that's it. Maybe she didn't want. Well, no, she said she wasn't feeling it with that one guy. But maybe that's what happened other times where she she was like not willing to make a move, and she was just with someone who wasn't quite 
a hundred percent sure, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and then that's why it never happened for her for with other dudes. I don't know. But of course there's fireworks and, and they kiss underneath them. And, and I was, and I was disappointed because I wanted her kiss to be awkward and it wasn't, it looked totally normal. Yeah. I, I kind of, it was actually a great kiss, honestly. Like it didn't look sloppy or weird or, and then Colton did this really nice thing that I appreciate where he kind of like cupped her face a little bit. Um, you know, this little like tender move, but also yeah. in doing so, he's basically shielding her from the camera because yeah. his, his hand like camera side. So if things got sloppy and weird, like she wouldn't be embarrassed on television. So it was, it was a really nice gesture by him. Bonus points for Colton. That is interesting perspective. I didn't even think about that when I watched it. So, I mean, I don't know. I want to dislike Colton for some reason, but I don't. I like want to though. I want to think he sucks, but like, he's not bad. Like, I don't know. He doesn't bother me. He's not exciting to me. I can't think of though. I don't know the last bachelor that I rooted for. Yeah. yeah. I I can't even, I'm trying to think right now. I'm not, I'm not in the camp where I'm like actively rooting for him at this point because I think he's nice and he's sensitive, but I also think he's kind of a dummy and he's just a hunk of meat. But at the same time, he's not a bad guy. And every episode I just, I fire it up and I'm like, all right, ready to fucking hate this dude. And every week he does something where I'm like, oh, that was nice. And finally, (laughs) like my, my fiance had to have a a sit down with me and she's like, Steve, I think we like Colton now. And I'm like, yeah, we like Colton now. We like Colton. Yeah. I weird. Yeah. And I, I actually just pulled up the last, Oh my God. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't even watch Jason's season really, which is weird because that's the season that we should have all been watching in, you know, Wisconsin. Sure. But um, that like that was like that this weird period of time where I wasn't watching every Bachelor season. And but he probably would have been the last Bachelor that I rooted for. Yeah. Which is crazy because I'm looking on here and I'm like, I mean, Sean was fine. You know, Sean was whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, Ben, I didn't like until later. Yeah. Like, I think I like Ben more now, but I didn't like him then. Nick just kind of makes my eyes roll. You know, <laughs> that's fair. Chris, Chris souls is just problematic. Um, as is Juan Pablo. So it's oh. like, and then before Ben, there was Brad and Jake. It's like, ugh. They all suck. Like <laughs> they're kind of all the worst. the worst, man. They're just the worst. Like we've had really, you know what? The only, I think the only bachelor I really, really liked was Travis. Yeah. I, I, I don't, think he's I don't the know. only one. It's, it's really difficult because there's, there's plenty of bachelorettes that I've liked, but. Oh yeah, totally. Like, cause they, they seem just more normal and grounded, but. The bachelor choices, they either start off where you're like, oh, God, you're the worst human, or they just find a way to sort of let you know that they're the worst human. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, God, like every time they, they roll out Ari's decrepit corpse, he's been out like every <laughs> season for the past 10 years, it feels like. I'm like, oh, my God, uh, this guy is insufferable. No I one like likes that. Him. I like that. He looks like he got kicked out of a boy I band in it. 2005. 
and Ugh. he's got the worst personality. And he d- the only thing I like about him is he does this thing where if he's talking to a girl and he doesn't care anymore, you actually see the moment where he turns his brain off. <laughs> and yes. then there's a 60-second countdown to where he interrupts whatever she's saying just so he can kiss her. Yes, that is so <laughs> true. Oh, my God. I just can't even... I'm like looking, I can't believe I don't like any of these guys. Yeah. I don't think I liked any of them. What'd you say? It's pretty rough. It's so sad. Oh, like, I mean, I liked Bob. I liked Mm -hmm. Bob Guinea because he was fun, you know? Yeah. Um, He was like kind of a fan favorite too. Mm -hmm. Um, But Travis, I mean, is like, I mean, if you look at the, at the, you know, over time, He's like the only successful one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he's on. got a TV show. He's like good looking. You know, he's a doctor. He's, <sighs> yeah, he's pretty much the only winner. But otherwise, load of trash. Ladies, if, if you're <laughs> looking to find love, um, go to your local shitty dive bar. There's probably an Ari about that you can you can marry. I'm sure he races cars along some random highway in your (laughs) small town and that will be good enough for you good enough that's all you need good enough um but anyway that's too far afield but it's like whoa that's sad (laughs) like looking because like i really liked rachel you know Mm -hmm. i mean ashley was my all-time favorite bachelorette um you know there's a lot of but there's a lot of them i liked and i was like man i don't like any of the bachelors so that's sad (laughs) Um, but yeah, so they kiss, blah, blah, blah. And then Elise gets all gussied up. And here's the weird thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe this was just editing, but she got all dressed up. She put on shoes and then left. And then everyone was like, that was weird. Like it wasn't weird the whole time she was sitting with you wearing like a fancy dress all made up. Like you didn't (laughs) ask her while she was sitting with you. No, of course not. they were just like talking like it's totally normal for like everyone was in like scrubby clothes not wearing makeup you know the whole glasses sweats thing that's like half their look when they're in the house and then she just like up and leaves and then they were like so that whole thing was weird and it's like yeah why didn't you ask her (laughs) what's happening (laughs) now why would you do that come on and then i don't know who said it um but while she was, when she was leaving, someone said, that's her statement dress. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was like, who? <laughs> I don't know who it was because they didn't have it on them and I couldn't pick out the voice. Mm-hmm. But I was like, who was it who said, oh, that's her statement dress. And how do they know that? And I kind of love that they know that. Um, <laughs> but Sammy. I just thought that was like the best thing ever. <laughs> Who among us does not own a statement dress? Come on. I can't believe she just left in her statement dress. <laughs> so then I wrote, she's questioning everything, walking the beach in her statement dress <laughs> and coming over to his hotel. And then here's another. Okay. But here's the weird thing about Elise. She doesn't seem to understand the show, but she does understand the language of the show. Cause as soon as she, comes into the hotel she says to colton can i steal you for a minute oh the ultimate line and i was like there are no other girls here 
how do you know the script but not the protocol of the show? And, and think about like think about a time in your life where you've gone up to two people talking and said, "Hey, can I steal so and so for a minute?" Like you, you have never said. No one has ever said. I've that. never said that. Except never. Except for on The Bachelor. Can or I steal in you the for a minute? Bachelor world where that's said like semi ironically, like that's that's yeah. Can I steal you for a minute? Um, but yeah. So then she says, "I want the time and attention that a relationship deserves." And you know, like if I could ask Chris Harrison for every one-on-one -on -one for the next year, I would. <laughs> and I was like, "How long do you think this show is?" <laughs> that's a long ass time yeah. and then you know he he tries to kind of like deflect it and calm her down which i thought was kind of i thought that was a cool move on colton's part like he was like remember like when we have time together mm -hmm. you know we i do give you that attention and time that you need like the attention my dog needs right now while i'm recording apparently <laughs> um and then she says something that's like another no shit where she goes i can't accept a proposal after sharing months of your time with the attention of others yeah it's like well that's the entire premise of the show yeah if you actually like google a description of the bachelor that's what it says so yeah it's like it's like random woman accepts a proposal after sharing months of her time with the attention of others yeah. it's like woman spends several weeks in the company of other women accepts proposal from strange vaguely handsome man yeah exactly you know but i i do appreciate that she left you know that she was like mm -hmm. you know what like there are these girls who are like crazier than me and saying all this stuff about how they want to be with you and they talk about how they're falling in love with you and this isn't working for me you know i have yeah. to leave and i know some other shit happened after that but i kind of zoned out because i was just like waiting for her to go mm-hmm yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. And she just, you know, she she was just like, oh, I, don't, I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, uh, I don't even know what I'm doing. And then she yeah. just left. Real, real yeah. tough. Got, got in that minivan. <laughs> Good luck in Arizona or wherever with that foot chain tattoo of yours. I called an Uber. I'm just done with it. Godspeed. <laughs> um... So then next morning we get the Colton cam and his eyes look really, really puffy in it. Really? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, you're talking about like when he does like webcam Colton? The next morning. Yeah, I call it the Colton cam. <laughs> I like that. Um, I don't know what he calls it, but I hope he calls it the Colton cam. I assume. Um, but his eyes looked really puffy. I was like, oh, he either cried about Elise or he's just like allergic to Thailand or both. You both, know, I'm not yeah. really sure. And then, but then, you know, he, uh, somehow he soldiers on and, <laughs> and gets to the group date. Yeah. What a brave soul. He is. And he is. my favorite thing is that he goes, welcome to the jungles of Thailand. And I was really sad because I was hoping it would just start, like it would launch into welcome to the jungle. <laughs> and I was like, no metal moment to be had here. Darn. It was just like, well, oh, but in my head, it sounded like welcome to the jungle. Of Thailand, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Fat Axel Rose with cornrows comes out. So they're in the jungles of Thailand, and Colton is guiding them through the jungle at first, which I just wrote that seems unwise. <laughs> um, and then he says, uh, "What every Tinder profile says ever: I want my wife to be able to go on adventures with me." Oh boy! 
And I didn't realize how cliche that was. Cause like I legit like to go on adventures. And I think I wrote something like that in my Tinder bio back in way back in the day, like, you know, a year ago or whatever. And, um, then I started talking to somebody whose bio said something like, why does everybody post about going on adventures? Are you all like Dora the Explorer or some shit? And I thought that was <laughs> kind of great. Well, it makes sense. I, was like, I, I think when most people say like they want to go on adventures, I, I don't think they understand what that means. So for them, it's just like, oh, and, and tonight, instead of going down to the normal bar we went to, I looked up a Yelp review and we went to the bar on the other side of town. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was an adventure. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is truly an adventure. I mean, they, this was kind of crazy. I was actually very surprised by this date because I don't remember anything quite like this in other dates. Um, but like I said, my natural memory is like extremely short term, but he brings on Joe and Joe grew up in the jungle and he starts showing these women how to survive in the jungle. Like legit, like, Oh, yeah. You you hit, you know, here's how you get water. These are the bugs and the roots that you can eat. And to their credit, they were all into it. And none of them were like, ew, gross. They were all like, yeah. And I thought that was kind of awesome. Like, all right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was really impressive. If I was on The Bachelor, and unfortunately, I'm not, I'm not eligible for the show, nor would they let me on because uh, I – my, my body is similar to the uh, the Michelin man, just kind of soft and, and rolly. But <laughs> if they let me on, I, I would spend the entire time just making all the women eat bugs because I think that's great. Yeah, you. see, and I'm pretty much game for anything, but I don't think I'd eat bugs. So I was like, you know, like I'm the kind of person that would love the musical theater dates. You know, mm -hmm. I'd be like, yeah, give me Cirque and pirate shows all day long. I can do that shit. But if they were like, eat this bug, I'd be like, fuck no. Like, yeah, and all these, I all stay these in a women nice hotel. are crazy. They're all like, so I found a bunch of grub worms inside of this elephant shit, and I'm going to just slurp the shit out of these things to prove to Colton how much I love him. I mean, they also did put leeches on their bodies. Yeah, that's true. Um, which was also kind of a crazy thing. Like, I couldn't believe that they put leeches on their bodies. Oh, yeah. he's mad at me again. I mean, that's I'm I'm kind of into the whole idea of, you know, like fear factor challenges, uh, lots of bug eating, but also like let's go old school and embrace medicine from the 16th century. I I mean, what was that? And I just kept thinking, like, they say that the those like pedicure fish mm -hmm. can be really bad for you because they can pass on you know diseases from other people who whose calluses got bit by them whatever oh yeah and i'm thinking god like if that's dangerous like are these fresh leeches have these been used on other people yeah. like i mean not like i would do it anyway but oh my god so my like, my, my so ideal exotic bachelor date we we go to the amazon river okay mm -hmm. it, the the date the the look the look that we're going for for the date is Porky Pig so tops are on bottoms are off we're just Porky Pig in it okay okay I've heard it called Donald Ducking you, I've you never also heard Donald Porky Ducking Pigging. we we Porky Pig it though on my side of town all right <laughs> we we all wade into the Amazon River 
and then we wait for those uh, those little snakes that crawl into your pee hole to just crawl up inside uh, of you. And whoever gets the most <laughs> at the end of the night wins the date, and they get, they get a one-on-one with me. Wow. See, okay, and I don't really, like, I'm not that big of a fan of Demi or um, Hannah or who else was in that group? I don't remember, but they break up into groups yeah, and like, then they've got we to, got like, cheeseburgers instead because yeah. we rated craft services because we actually don't care about the, the production assistants. You know, they're not union, but like whatever. I actually thought that was great. <laughs> it was, it was, I, was like, I mean, it's also like the most obvious thing to do. Like if, if I was on a clearly like, and this is the artifice of, of the bachelor, like, oh, well, we're in the jungle and we have to eat trees and bugs. Like, no, you don't. You are 20 yeah. feet away from your hotel. Craft services is right over there for the crew. And they just took like Taiwanese Burger King or whatever and just, or, or Thailand Burger King and, and just brought it over. That was it. Yeah. Totally genius. Like, they were just like, fuck this. We can go get burgers. And you mm-hmm. saw on the very first episode, how excited Colton was about getting nuts from somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, he was just like, this is the best thing ever. And then I don't remember who that was. I know that her last name had something to do with nut, but I don't even think she's on the show anymore. Yeah. Um, but she she thought her gift was, like, so dumb. He, that was, like, his favorite thing he got all night long. Like, he was oh, just yeah. like, this is the best. And he was just, like, throwing them back. And it's like, there. that is, like, Colton is like, you know, like he's not, even though he's got a good body, it's not like crazy chiseled. He's not like a Chad, you know? No. My boy Who's loves eating treats. raw sweet potato. Like he, he loves burgers. Are you kidding me? He was mm-hmm. so happy to see those burgers. And he was just like, this is way better than bugs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, and, and no. And the weird thing is, I feel like in seasons past, if people won challenges, then they won extra time. Yeah. But I don't feel like that's happened at all this season. No, I, I haven't seen any of that. Um, which is yeah. Weird. It's, it's like you won, but no one gives a shit. It doesn't Plus, matter. <laughs> yeah, no one gives a shit that you won. And also, they're they're the heroes of the of the game because they brought real food. Exactly. And like, like, unfortunately, you you won the contest, but you did not bring our handsome boy delicious treats. Therefore, yeah. you do not get extra. Time. You are utter failures. You, utter you failures. Failed the treat boy. Yeah, I thought it was really funny, and that actually kind of like endeared me to those girls. So I I can be flip flopped pretty easily. Demi's a um, hero now. Yeah, Demi's the hero. And then and then after they shower, Demi goes, We had three girls in one shower. Don't get too excited. Oh God. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Um and uh Taisha is like or Taisha, Taisha. She's like really tricky. First of all, in those breakup group dates, she like stole him away to kiss him Mm -hmm. and all the girls in her group got pissed off but then she she talked about like being happy that she had time to pull him away um and oh i guess right now i was just i said i was honestly snacking on pretzels during the asides but did hannah say she was falling in love with him 
after they reached the consensus that she'd be great in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> that was a weird conversation. And then he goes, yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah. How you'd be great in a zombie apocalypse. And I'm like, I can't say that that's the thing that crosses my mind with regularity like that. Mm-hmm. I hope that that's what Colton's thinking about all the time. Like, all he's thinking about is... Like, he loves football. He loves children. He's got very high horny levels. But also, like, he just scans his environment, and he's looking for treats, or he's looking for people that can help him in the zombie apocalypse. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so weird. That was the strangest thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, anyway. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Also, around this time, they went back to the hotel for for Cassie's one-on-one date card. And and the date card read, I'm looking for love that's deeper than the sea. And all I wanted was a Titanic date. And I knew I wasn't going to get it. (laughs) That's so good. All I want is to crash into an iceberg and die. (laughs) All I want is a Titanic date. And I just knew that wasn't going to happen. Because it's Thailand. So I was like, it's not even the right geography no, for maybe the she meant Titanic date. Have you have you thought about that? Oh, mm-hmm. see, oh, they could have easily done that. That would have been great. This is, this is They've the, got so many. Yeah, this, this is like the time to fully cater to millennials. So you should probably do it. All these all these um, brain geniuses on The Bachelor. That's that's what she really meant. It was actually just a pun. It really should have been. I mean, it's not like they, their puns are usually pretty lazy and their references are pretty lazy. And I feel like oh. I just take them one step beyond and make them better and they should listen to me. Yeah, they should. And Why aren't you tuning into this podcast? Come on. Yeah. Well, I know obviously, you're listening, buddy. It's, it's been around for years. Where have you been? Um. So, okay. Now we finally get to some drama. And so, okay, so Anyeka gets up. Okay, here's my beef with Anyeka. I really wanted to like her from the beginning. Yeah, me too. She seemed outgoing and cool and kind of like a geek. And I was like, yes. And then she came in with all these props. Like she's some bachelor carrot top. And I don't know what she's doing. And she's like, you're drowning in bitches and like air horns. And I was like, you're loud already. And you seem fun. I don't know why you need these things. You don't. You like you could fully uh, you know what I mean? It's like you could totally get attention in other ways. I don't know why you think that you couldn't. Yeah. Um, and, and some of the girls are like, I'm gonna be really creative with the way that I get the bachelor's attention. She's like, nah, I'm literally gonna interrupt your conversation by banging pots and pans. That's just brilliant. Yeah. It's like, and I don't think she's dumb. So I just don't get why she does what she does. Um, But anyway, she, so she gets up during the group date, walks away. And then she says something about how she knows that Nicole doesn't want to be there. Um, I did comp, I did say that she looked great while she was doing it. Oh yeah. I made a note of that. She looked fantastic. Because she, she looked great, but she's she's so off base. So, um, so then we start this game of telephone, right? And like, Anyeka says to Colton, Nicole said something that was very, dis- or no, she was saying this in her confessional, right? Nicole said something that was very disrespectful to Colton. 
um, and that she's doing the show so that she can leave Miami. And then Colton just goes, I'm just struggling. <laughs> also, <laughs> I just wrote, who is poor rejected Miami. Colton. Yeah. I, that sounded like bullshit from the yeah. beginning. Like, I was like, I'm sure she's not. No. And, you know, it's like, but, and it didn't seem like, like, she doesn't seem conniving. Like, she seems like a very normal no, person. Not at all. Just like, and, and the whole premise is ridiculous. I'm just trying yeah. to leave Miami. Nobody says that. I'm just trying to leave yeah. North Dakota. That's a very believable sentence. Yeah, right? It's like, look at Chris Souls. He tried and failed and then got it and then had a hit and run. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so like, but then we find out that it's like Anyeka said, Elise said, Nicole said, and it's like, oh, so you're playing telephone. And then Tasha's like, she never said that. She just said, like, I accept opportunity when it comes to me. And this was an opportunity and I didn't pass it up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's a totally normal thing to say. Literally what the show is. There's nothing wrong with that. No. What are you talking about? And then, yeah. And then, so, and then at some point, you know, Colton gives Hannah B the rose because she's the most likely to eat bugs and also be crazy. <laughs> um, and then I made a note that Thailand is terrible to hair. Oh, yeah. It was, it was rough. Just nobody's makeup really survived. Bad to nobody's hair. hair survived. I mean, that's, that's when no. you know what you're getting, really. Yeah, it was just really bad to hear. Um, so then there's a one-on-one with Cassie, which honestly kind of bored the shit out of me. Um, I mean, they have chemistry, it's obvious, but they didn't really do anything exciting. They just, like, made out on beaches. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think the date was yeah. a dud, but what I will say is I like Cassie for Colton, but mostly because... yeah. They both seem like genuinely good people, but also I, I don't know anything about them deeper than like, you know, they've never committed war crimes or like, you know, chained a, a child to a, a pipe in their basement. That's that's pretty much it. They're just they're good people. They seem nice enough and they should just be together. That's what Colton needs, I feel. Yeah. And she seems religious, too. Yeah. The fact that she was like, I don't know what what my family and friends and my community is going to think that I just admitted that I'm not a virgin community. And I was like, yeah, she said that Mormon alert. (laughs) She's in my community. We have a Mormon alarm for this podcast. We were. Yeah. (laughs) What would it be? Blessed be. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of interesting to me because I, I just wasn't, you know, I'm not really sure, you know, what that meant. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. But she mentioned something about her community, and I was like, hmm. Uh, But, yeah, like, I think that's a totally normal thing. I mean, I don't remember how old she is, but Mm -hmm. she's, like, around the same age as him, right? Like, they're not that different in age. Yeah, I think they're about the same. Yeah. So it's like if you're 25 or whatever, and you know what I mean? It's not like, I don't know. It's like, wouldn't, if you lived in like a not religious community, no one would, like, people would be surprised if you said you were a virgin. So that's kind of, that kind of like set off some, yeah, like a Mormon alert in my brain or something after that. (laughs) Um, And then, but then she did kind of say something like, 
I think she was saying, I, I think then she asked him a question that he didn't quite understand where I thought what she was saying was like, how did you not have sex? And then he was like, how did I accept being a virgin? And I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. I, I don't think you're actually listening, buddy. But she was like, how did you do it? And he was like, well, it's been hard. And she's like, to not have sex or to not, or to admit, I don't know. That was confusing still. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were, oh, and then I decided this is their couple name. Um, it's CNC Rose Factory. Oh That's what I God. named them. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, right now? That's beautiful. <laughs> I have a single tear rolling down my cheek. I'm so moved. <laughs> I wrote, the girls are seeing a strong connection between C and C Rose Factory. I guess you could say that couple's got <laughs> good vibrations. Thanks. For yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I just thought it was perfect. Yes. Um, and just homoerotic enough mm -hmm. for their relationship. Oh, totally. um, so they made out a lot in the ocean and other places and then okay i love this when they get back from commercial and they're at like near his hotel he goes you know this is my place right <laughs> like where else would it be and she's like i love the flowers and the water and i'm like he said it like this is his condo and i thought it was super cute um they're just very adorable and i i have nothing bad to say about them except that it's it's just boring because there's no conflict sure sure yeah they're, they're gonna they're um, probably gonna end up together but there's not gonna be anything exciting about it unless demi like just helicopters in dives out and then ties her to some railroad tracks and grows a mustache just so she can twist the ends of it that, that's about it yeah that could happen <laughs> um <laughs> there now when's the last time a villain won Ooh, that's a good question was it was it um I'm trying to think of Vien wait, when was Ben's season? Ben Flagnick. Mm. Um Courtney. I think it was Courtney, really. Yeah, that's probably about right. Cause because Catherine everybody loved. I mean, how could you not? She was mm. great. And all the other girls, well, Vanessa was kind of polarizing, I guess. Yeah. With Nick, you know. Yeah. Because I heard a lot of I heard a lot of chatter on the interwebs about her being not so nice. Well, I, I guess you you could argue that the last season of The Bachelorette, uh, I mean, the racist guy won. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I was thinking like the person who actually uh, plays the villain in in The Bachelor. Yeah, I I don't know. That's that's really hard to say. I'm not sure. I think Courtney was the last one with Ben Flagic season, and I've heard her book is very good. Ooh. Yeah, she's got a book called I'm Not Here to Make Friends, and I've heard that it's a really good book. Like, honestly, very that's, interesting. That's a great title, too. If, you, if you're a former reality star who wants to write a yeah. book, that's that's the best title. So, Courtney played the game so well. Like, seriously. And I think before that, it was really Vienna. Um, that was like two seasons before. But yeah, that's so true. Um, that Becca season, we had, uh, wait, what was his name? See, it just happened, and oh, I'm like, God, yeah, I just called him racist guy. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, racist guy. God, he's the worst. And But, you know, he seemed good. If you didn't go on the internet, he seemed, like, great. Oh, and then Garrett. you find Garrett, out who he is, and name. you're like, yeah, Garrett. Garrett the Garrett's racist. the worst. 
Yeah, that's that's what uh, we really need is more guys on TV saying racist shit and then going, yeah, you know, and also all lives matter. It's like go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, like fuck you Dude. and your pro wall views. Yeah, throw throw him in the wood it. chipper from Fargo. That's it. Seriously, ugh. I mean, really. Well, you know, and it's like a lot of the times the villains are just down to editing. Sure. And the thing is, like, he looked better on the show than he was in in real life. Um. But most of the time, the people I root for the hardest don't make it anywhere near bachelor, bachelorette, or winning the yeah. game status. Like, my favorites rarely go anywhere. Like, I root, I rooted so hard for Kenny. <laughs> I was just like team Kenny I, all day same long. Same with me. I've, I've seen him as Ugh. a wrestler, so I've been a big Kenny King fan for a long time. <laughs> so I really uh, wanted to. I mean, he's just so cool. He's, he seems so cool legit nice guy legit yes and i was just like how can you not pick kenny and he kept his shit together dealing with that other racist Mm -hmm. guy like and he he was way more diplomatic than he needed to be and he could literally Um, kill anyone in that house and he chose not to yeah with a with a okay so i just saw mcgruber for the first time um a couple weeks ago so now i'm just thinking about throat rips (laughs) Just a throat rip, and I just imagine Kenny could probably do that. Oh, he for sure But could. chooses not to, and instead just looks really great in a suit. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, anyway, Kenny was like my favorite. Like probably, probably out of all of the contestants, yeah. all the male contestants, he was my favorite. Like, outside of Wells, which you know, yeah. Wells, Wells is fine. No one has to worry about him. <laughs> He's doing great. <laughs> He's living the dream. Um, you know. He's like got his own stuff going on with, you know, Bachelor in Paradise and he's with Sarah Highland and obviously he won at life. So like good mm-hmm. for him. Um, but Kenny, as far as like people who, you know, didn't move on to other things, like he was always my favorite. Anyway. Um, okay, let's see. All right. And then yeah, Colton's all like, I'm crazy about you to Cassie, and that's cute. Yay, they're adorable. Um and then we get to the cocktail party. And here's my first thought about the cocktail party. Um, Tasha and Colton lit one of those paper lanterns. And I don't know if you've ever lit one of those, but they are a real pain in the ass. I have ass. not. They take a really long time to light. And then you just, I mean, at least when I do it, I've spent my whole time just going, please don't go into a tree. Don't <laughs> go into a tree. But they did have like a lot of, a lot of like open space. Mm-hmm which is yeah. good. Um, there's a television show that I watched recently where one went into a tree and then it set on fire. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's very realistic. Very real. Well, I'm glad that we're talking to a paper lantern veteran. <laughs> I have lit a couple paper lanterns in my day and they are stressful. Um, but they make it so it's like, it takes like a couple minutes of lighting the part at the bottom, you know, like the wax and, and everything. Mm-hmm to get it to actually like set a blaze and then, and then fly. And they cut that time down significantly. And I was like, man, she's got patience of a saint doing that. <laughs> um, then Demi tries to lock down Colton with trust rings. Oh yeah. That's, that was a power That move. was scary. Power move. Oh, she was like to communicating openly. And I'm always going to protect you. And, do you do you want to take a guess 
who that made me think of? Who did that make you think of? Um, I'm going to give you one hint. Um, I'm going to guard your heart. Oh, God. Oh, no. Why am I blanking on her name? <laughs> I'm having, I'm having, like, actually. No. Music. Well, it was, it was with Vienna. It was Casey, right? Yep. Wasn't his name yep. Casey? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to guard and, your heart. And that's a great move, too, because, you know, like, she bought those ahead of time in anticipation of using this power move. Like, she's, she's just been holding on to those for, like, five weeks now. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, here it is, trust strings. And she totally, I mean, it's not like she got the right size. He had to put it on his pinky, <laughs> which was also yeah. funny to me. Uh, <laughs> Just a pinky ring like he's a hip-hop was, mogul, no big deal. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because totally Colton and pinky rings totally. go hand in Makes hand. Sense. There's still some people who are on the show and I don't remember ever seeing them, and I don't know their names. And one of those people was picking at Colton's teeth during the cocktail party asides. Ooh. And she was like, you have great teeth. And then she was like, and then she's like, but you got a little food here. And she was picking it. Is she like a dental oh. hygienist like or a dentist? I don't know. I don't remember her. Someone? My God. Ugh. No. Well, okay. I'm going to share a quick story. Um <laughs> This is a sensitive story, um, but that's what we're about on this podcast. We're, real. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it's Bachelor meets the real world. So, um, I actually was propositioned by somebody once who wanted to brush and floss my teeth for me, Whoa. and basically stand behind me as they did it. <laughs> And watch me in the mirror. Are they going to pay you? And the, no, it uh, was like their fetish. And they were like, "Will you, will you do that for me? Because I'd like to do that with you." And I was, and there are reasons that made it harder for me to say no outright sure. that I won't yeah. share. But I was just like, I gotta think about it because I just, I was like, obviously I'm gonna say no, yeah. <laughs> but like, how do I say no? You know, yeah. let just, me buy myself some really, time. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, everybody's got their thing, and that's fine. And it, But that was not my thing, no. you know. And I and I really wasn't sure how to say no without hurting this person's feelings, you know, because I didn't, I didn't want to make them feel bad, but I was also very weirded out because it kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, what, what makes you think that I would want to do this? You know, like, what is it about me? And then I find out this person propositioned, like, a few other people I knew Ooh. as well. I was not the only person, but we all had nice teeth. So we were like, well, at least we have nice teeth. That's yeah, cool. That's common. flattering that this person thinks we have nice teeth uh, enough to want to brush and floss them. Um, but that's the only thing. If I want, if I see something like that on TV, that's the only place my mind uh, yeah, can go, I mean, that makes sense. is I'm like, oh, Which, and, and just, this just person. Just as a sidebar for $50, I will brush and floss my teeth for anyone. So just throwing it out there. <laughs> Podcast listeners, uh, go ahead and get in touch with me at Steve Cuff on Twitter. <laughs> Let's talk floss. I should have asked her if she would pay me. Oh, yeah. But I didn't i just you, said you no learn i really might have there's always next time i might have gotten paid yeah oh that's too bad anyway so <laughs> so i saw that then okay um then there's that one girl i think her name is also hannah but i just call her big eyes you know who i'm oh, talking yeah. about yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. She wants to spend more time with Colton. Cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then Nicole comes back after these accusations that she wants to get out of Miami, which we've established. Why would you get out of the city where Dexter's from? You wouldn't. Um, and she goes, and this was really specific. I thought this was interesting, too. She goes, I don't want a boyfriend. I don't want an Instagram husband. <laughs> and I was like, that's a legitimate concern. Look at Jordan and Jenna for a really good example of what could have been just like an Instagram relationship. Yeah. You know, I still don't know how I feel about all of that. I feel like we should do an episode that's just a deep dive of everything that happened there because I have so many thoughts and feelings on that whole yeah. thing. Jordan is, is a now very that the special man settled. and I love him for being ridiculous. Yeah. I love him too. Okay. Yeah. Let's make sure we take time to talk about that. There will be I a feel Jordan like episode. There's still, there's still more to unpack with Jordan and Jenna. Um, but yeah, like, so I totally get Nicole's side on this. I think between Nicole and Anyeka, and it's weird for me because like I said, I was like, Anyeka was one of those like early contestants that I thought was going to go really far and that I was going to really love. And then she yeah. totally disappointed mm -hmm. me. And, and I didn't think that I would be on Nicole's side at all, but like she was saying, you know, like she was saying to Colton, I don't see her as someone you could ever have a future with based on how she treats me. And Nicole is making a mistake here because you're not supposed to talk, like don't drag other girls into your conversations if you want to last a long time. Mm -hmm. It just, it, you know, it's like if you're a tattletale, even if it has merit, you're not going to make it that far. You know, that's something that, I don't know. I can't think of anyone who ratted someone else out and made it yeah, that far ever yeah, it, it doesn't normally yeah happen, no i i was really rooting for that epidemiologist back in the day emily <laughs> but then she started getting in the shit and i was like damn it she's not gonna make you it. Gotta stay um, above it you gotta stay above it she was one of my favorites though i thought i was like an epidemiologist is on the show what are you doing here <laughs> leave um just out of concern way too smart yeah she's like well there's a lot of diseases on this show and i actually you know it's like she was writing an academic article about it and just didn't tell anybody <laughs> that would be great that would be kind of I mean, genius ultimate red flag for someone on the bachelor right it's like i think so-and-so is here for the the wrong reasons and it turns out she's like a uh like a media studies cultural studies professor or something like, uh -oh. <laughs> yeah, uh -oh. she does not belong here. yeah see that's that's what would happen if I went on there. I would just be oh, like, this is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I would get booted right away because I would just think it's too great. I would be too enthusiastic about the wrong things. Uh, but maybe then they would cast me as a villain. That could be oh, kind of cool. Um, <laughs> that would be super fun. Villains are way more fun to play than the nice people. Um, that's what Demi knows. And, you know, uh, you know, not everybody else knows. But anyway, so... Let's see. Anyway, this whole fight is kind of dumb to me between the two of them. It just kind of, it's silly. They're, I think they're both wasting energy mm -hmm. on it. Um, but I get that Nicole's like, I don't want you to put words in my mouth. I totally get that argument where she's like, you're telling him that I'm mentally unstable. And then she's like, no, I asked you if you were emotionally stable enough. And she's like, I mean, that's pretty much the same thing, yeah. which it is. And then Anika's like, no, it's not. And I was like, nah, it is. Like, it totally is. That was just your way of trying to cover your tracks and be yeah. nice. 
and say like, oh, like, I mean, that to me was like, yeah, like putting words in her mouth, kind of gaslighty, you know, like, do you think you're emotionally stable enough oh, to yeah. be here? And it's like, what have you seen? It's like, okay, we can tell from Blake that um, it's going to be obvious if someone's emotionally yeah. stable. I love Blake. Like, I thought he was great, but he's totally yeah. crazy. <laughs> like, he started to be like, I don't even know what's real anymore. You know, like, <laughs> like got all crazy. And it's like, if they had footage of Nicole being emotionally or mentally or whatever you want to say, unstable, mm. they would have showed it. But they don't because she's totally normal and she has normal reservations and she's not, you know, she's not like, going off the oh, deep end yeah. or anything like that she's just like she's just like i just want to make sure that i have enough time with him and that this is right for me and you know i'm worried that i haven't had enough time to spend with him blah blah blah, blah. um and so it yeah it's really it's unfortunate this whole i feel like i'm spending too much time talking <laughs> about this fight honestly um because it was just you know but this was the part that really stood out to me where Anyeka goes I would never in a million years call anyone mentally unstable. And then five seconds later, she goes, Nicole's literally a psycho. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. I was like, well, you just proved Nicole's argument, like, right there. Like, totally, you know, she didn't have to do anything for for that to be obvious. But then, okay, and then here's another. So, Anyeka, I just feel like I just have to keep saying that I was really rooting for her. And then she says things like, I'm a nice person. And then you're like, no one who's yeah. nice has to say that. And then she's like, but if you come at me, you know, I can come back at you 10 times harder. And then she starts saying to him, like, she's not a good person, mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. And I was like, from what? Like, like maybe there's some backstage drama that we don't know about. Maybe Nicole's really sneaky. Maybe producers are really trying to make us not like Anyeka. I mean, that, that could totally be reality oh, as sure. well but but like we're not seeing anything that makes it seem like she's a bad person you know it's like um what, what was all that shit that crystal talked about ari like she said that he had a pencil dick <laughs> and whatever <laughs> which is probably true like she got she got i mean i'm sure she got really pissed off about about like the date so, okay, so Crystal um, said all this stuff. Like, she got mad about the same thing that I get mad about, which is totally justified, I think, that the girls who win the challenge should get more time with The Bachelor. Like, that's, you know, that used to be the convention. And, and then somewhere along the line, they started being like, no, you can all hang out. And then it's like, well, what's the point of competing? <laughs> If everybody gets the same amount of time, the stakes are incredibly low and it's kind of dumb, you know? And so she got mad about it that he invited all these other girls to to stay on the date. And then she started like trash talking Ari and saying he had a pencil dick <laughs> and stuff. And a lot of that came out and a lot of it came out online and stuff. But it's like, I haven't done that much digging on Nicole, but I haven't heard any buzzing either from like other places that I read or look at that indicate like, you know, there was major beef in Nick's season with Vanessa and Rachel. They mm -hmm. didn't like each other. 
that was something that I remember hearing, you know, it's like, I haven't heard anything. So I think this is all just totally made up and like that Anyeka is just threatened by Nicole and just trying to figure out a way to get yeah, her off of there. It seems like another part of it too is it seems like a weird conflict that just has sort of popped up out of nowhere. Like this is, this hasn't been a long gestating thing. So it's almost like someone in production is just like, yeah, go be an asshole to so-and-so. And they're just taking the bait <laughs> and running with it because it's, it's so over the top and there's no, there's no precedent for it at all. They just, she just kind of snapped and this is who she's going to be now. So she's the new villain, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. This is like emotional intelligence version two, but it's like the shittier version. Yeah. And it's more boring than Taylor and Corinne's <laughs> fight. And I'm just kind of over it. And so I don't know why I'm talking about it for so long, but I took a lot of notes when they were fighting. But then I also said, they're fighting and it's dumb and I'm bored again in my notes. So um, That's about right. And I, and, I, and I honestly can't believe that they ended the episode here because I was like, we got to pick it up from here again. Yeah. Like we got to revisit this well, next this week. Just like a totally a filler I don't want to. Because there's no... This, yeah, I don't want to deal with this shit. It's a filler episode, basically. Yeah, why didn't they just give us one fewer episode? This gave me nothing. Yeah. I'm so bored. I I can't believe we talked for about an hour and a half about things that about just... empty TV calories, Bachelor. Yeah, give us some meat. But then they tease us at the end because there's like crying and there's like feeling up. And there's like and more walk-ups and more breakdowns. It, it looks like Demi's like oh my jerking off Colton in a tub of oil. I don't know what's going on. Something bad is happening next week. <laughs> Someone does something yeah. dirty and everybody yep. finds out about it. That's what I want to happen. I want it to be like, I want it to be like Nick when he's like, I, this is what I want to see happen in like the women tell all is I want it to be like when Nick went up to Andy and was like, well, then why did you have sex with me? If you didn't yeah. want to, you know, yeah. like that whole thing. Why did you do that? And we're, we're Nick just looks so pathetic. And now everyone thinks he's so hot and great. And I'm like, do you not remember this incredibly insecure dude who had no fashion sense whatsoever? I mean, Nick, Nick talked to a gorgeous lawyer about why she had sex with him. Cause she could. The only thing Nick like, has going on. for him is he's not Ari. So congratulations, I guess. And Nick looks really good next to Ari and he's more successful in relationships mm. than Ben. So there's that. There you go. <laughs> and that's kind of where, where he lands. Yeah. Anyway, and then um, at the very end, I, I mentioned that there's another girl that I don't know um, that got to do like the funny part at the end, the little end cap of the episode. And I love that she said something about nature's Viagra, which I think was something that got cut out of the show because I don't remember them talking about nature's what is, Viagra. Yeah, what is nature's but Viagra? But maybe I missed it. But she's she mentioned the leeches in Singapore and nature's Viagra. So I was like, maybe that's something that happened in the yeah. jungle and either I didn't notice or they yeah, cut it out. Uh, I mean, um, but then she's like, 
Then she's like, whack my weeds. And he's like, what? And she's like, you know, like tend my garden. He's like, what? And I was like, I could watch this shit all day. It's good because he's never had sex, but also he's he's never heard any euphemism for any sexual act. Yeah, I was like, God, you're so sheltered. Like, I mean, oh, I don't think I'd have the patience to even have a conversation nope. with him, honestly. So these women are all... <laughs> They're all doing doing the, the Lord's, Lord's work. work. That's what the Bachelor is all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that brings us to the end of uh, week five mm-hmm. of the Bachelor, and hopefully next week will be the most dramatic episode. I sincerely hope ever. so. And you know what, Sammy? The question I want to leave with you is: for the mm-hmm. longest time on the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, personal trainer has been the code word for unemployed, is in the year 2019, is content creator the new unemployed? (laughs) It could be. That's what I want you to think about this week. Well, that kind of, yep. (laughs) I think that could be accurate. I think it's content creator or interior designer. We'll dig into that more next week on Rose Plate Special. Bye. Bye.